0: Nature is a place where we can find adventure, make discoveries, and get back to our roots. I'm Lisa B., artist and storyteller here at EcoSight. and I love dreaming up original stories like this one to share with you. I'm psyched you're coming along with me on this adventure. It's time for a story. This is Walter Under Waves. There once was an 8-year-old boy named Walter who lived in a brick building in a busy city with his mother and two older brothers, Andre and Marcus. Andre was 15 years old and Marcus was 18. Their home was on the fourth floor and it overlooked a court where the older brothers played basketball every afternoon. Walter could hear them argue about trick shots and laugh at the tall tales they told each other. Walter's mother worked long hours and depended on Marcus to watch over his younger brothers, which he did. Walter was not interested in playing basketball with his brothers. He preferred to sit at the living room window where he imagined he could smell the ocean air. Here he read books on loan from his teacher, Mr. Moore. Mr. Moore knew how much Walter enjoyed reading, and he slipped storybooks into Walter's backpack about mountains covered with snow and brown rivers filled with fish that were larger than an eight-year-old boy. Walter was most excited when he found books in his backpack about the ocean. Walter had brilliant dreams, and dreams were as real as day to Walter. The possibility for an adventure in his dreams was enough incentive for him to crawl under the covers when his oldest brother gave the order. Marcus always tucked Walter into bed just before handing him a book and turning on his reading light. Each night, when Walter's mother got home from work, she went into his room and stretched out on the bed beside him. She lifted the open book from his sleeping hands and read to him quietly. Sometimes Walter woke and listened to the familiar story. Sometimes he slept to the comforting sound of his mother's voice. And sometimes his mother fell asleep beside him with a book in her hands. One day at school, the most amazing thing happened to Walter. Mr. Moore announced a contest. The student who wrote the best essay would choose a class field trip. It's no contest, thought Walter. He would write the winning essay and the class would visit the city's aquarium. It was Walter's wish to see living ocean creatures that he read about in books. Walter began scribbling words on paper that night at the kitchen counter. His brothers could hear him sounding out his words as he toiled. Andre shouted from his bedroom, Shipwreck! That's not it at all, Walter whispered to himself. From the bathroom, Marcus shouted, Pirates! Walter grew frustrated with his teasing brothers and threw down his pencil. The pencil skipped across the counter and landed at his mother's feet near the front door. She was home early from work and Walter knew she could help. She dropped her bag, grabbed an apple, and handed Walter his pencil. She pulled up a stool beside him and helped him organize his thoughts. He worked well past his bedtime and wrote the very best essay he could. His mother tucked a tired Walter into bed and turned out the lights. The next morning, Walter hurried through his breakfast and begged his brothers to walk him to school early. After a little more teasing, they obliged. Walter sat at his desk at school with one knee bouncing in anticipation of handing in his essay. Mr. Moore announced the official start of the contest and called students one by one to the front of the class to submit their papers. When the collection was complete, Mr. Moore continued with lessons as usual. Walter could barely pay attention during class, as he reviewed his essay line by line in his memory. Had he spelled all the words correctly? Probably not. Oh, probably not. The school day dragged on. When it finally ended, his brothers were waiting for Walter outside his school. And then the evening dragged on, too— Walter took only a few bites of his dinner. His stomach was in nervous knots. When his mother got home, Walter was still awake and wide-eyed in bed. No story she read him could distract him from thinking about the contest and the incredible ocean creatures he would see at the aquarium. Only when his eyelids grew tired from a full day of fretting Did Walter fall asleep into his dreams? The next day in class, Walter thought Mr. Moore was teasing the students. He waited until the end of the day to announce the winner of the essay contest. He told the class that he was proud of the quality of their essays, but he held up just one piece of paper. Walter sat up straight in his seat. Mr. Moore announced that Maya had constructed a fine essay about stray cats in the city, and she was the winner of the contest. Maya asked to go to an animal shelter for their class field trip. The bell rang, and Walter gathered his things. He sauntered behind his brothers on the way home. Andre and Marcus were excited that it was Friday, and they pushed and teased each other as the three boys walked beside the colorful walls of the neighborhood. Walter kicked rocks. Later that night, his brothers told their mother about Walter's defeat. She stepped lightly into Walter's room where he was sleeping deeply, exhausted from disappointment. There was no book nearby and his reading light was dark. Walter's mother delicately lowered herself onto his bed and laid her head beside his. She began to whisper fantastic tales of the ocean into his ears. It wasn't long before Walter's eyelids began to dance and his fingers to twitch. His mother could not give him the ocean but she could give him a dream. Walter woke the next morning with the most amazing adventure to tell. He loudly declared to his brothers during breakfast that they had never seen such peculiar creatures as those on the seafloor. And he assured his mother that she had not yet seen fish sparkle so brightly as when sunbeams found them under the waves. Walter kept dreaming. He did not know when he was eight years old that his dreams would one day be as real as day. hope Walter's imagination inspires you. Now it's time for a little trivia about the sea. Here's our episode question. What underwater feature is the largest living structure on Earth? Push pause if you'd like to take a guess. Okay, let's learn about the largest living structure on Earth. According to the Marine Bio Conservation Society, the Great Barrier Reef is the largest living structure on Earth and can be seen from space. Its reefs are made up of 400 species of coral that support well over 2,000 different fish and countless other sea creatures. Know any good jokes about the sea? I do. Did you hear about the red ship that collided with the blue ship? All the sailors were marooned. What did the ocean say to the shore? Nothing, it just waved. Visit the Walter Under Waves episode post on the Eco Psyched Facebook page to share your own funny and appropriate sea jokes. Let's get together again soon for another Eco Psyched story. Hey, grown-ups! if you and the children in your lives enjoyed this original Eco-Psyched story, please consider giving Eco-Psyched five stars on iTunes. Check out eco on Facebook and Instagram, too. Visit eco to find more stories and explore episode artwork. Thank you for joining me, Lisa B., on this Eco-Psyched stories adventure. See you next time.